All right, it is time for a podcast. I've just actually wrapped up my BMX Pro for a week summer camp season out at San Diego BMX. I've had a great summer. Um, numerously get questions and people asking over the years, how do I do it? How do I set it up? You know, any advice? Um, so I thought it'd be a good time to uh, maybe bring the wife on, Adrian Holmes. And, um, you know, she runs her own businesses. Um, she runs a nonprofit. And uh, yeah, I mean, basically helped me set up Dale Holmes Racing when we did it eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, you do all the behind scenes work for camp. And I thought, yeah, it'd be kind of fun to jump on and uh, chat a bit about camp. So um, I guess at the start is really where I, I took the model from you, right? So maybe talk to a little bit about the Blue Apple and stuff. Yeah, so Toby Wells Foundation is a local nonprofit organization here in San Diego focused on building a brighter future for youth and animals. As part of that commitment to San Diego, we developed Blue Apple Ranch, which is an equine rescue and sanctuary facility in Ramona. And we would rescue animals and we would retrain them and then partner them up with disadvantaged youth. We had a partnership with the YMCA of San Diego County for more than seven years running camps of our own. It became pretty cost prohibitive with horses. And so we eventually decided to just be a sanctuary. But when we wrapped those things up, Dale and I were setting up Dale Holmes Racing, and it seemed like a perfect opportunity to use that same model to provide quality programming in the BMX world. And I think kids getting outside, getting fresh air, while, you know, getting exercise and enhancing their skills is vital. And I think we've seen that particularly in the last couple of years with COVID and mass and higher anxiety and depression. And for us, we just need to get back to the basics, the old fashioned values of when we were younger and we would you know, go outside and play until it was dinner time. And I think we need to provide more of those opportunities to keep our kids healthy. I think when we set it up, it was 2014. Yes. And I think we did two weeks to start with, right? Yes. And that was kind of the whole working it all out if it was going to work. And then I think we realized right from there and then that we were onto something. Right. And that's when we started building up the weeks. I think we got to some, well, two years ago, it was up to 11 weeks. Right. And now, due to age. <laughs> and and uh, Both of us. Yeah, well, I just thought, you know, we, we've, we've tamed it down a little bit. We do a little bit more throughout the year now. We've done Christmas camps, Thanksgiving camps, spring camps. So we kind of spread it out now instead of doing that 11 11 week block. But, and I so. think we've we've grown organically. And by that, I mean that we've grown each year in the number of kids that we serve. And I think that's important because it offers us the chance to have a strong infrastructure. And I think, you know, moms are, are not dummies. They know when there is a quality program and when there is not one. And one person that you are not going to fool is a mom. And that is one of the areas that we have really targeted for our camp is some of the local moms pages in San Diego where they you have an opportunity to advertise your camp or your business. And it's been a wonderful opportunity for us. We've gained hundreds of campers that way. And it's really important that we put our best foot forward and that we provide a quality camp that enhances their skills, does everything that we promise it will do. And it's been wonderful to see so many of the campers come back with their siblings and their friends and just really exciting to continue to grow and to know that our happy campers literally turn into more happy campers because they spread the word. I think it's like old old school marketing kind of coming to at least currently this last couple of years through COVID. Obviously, it just blew up during COVID. And again, we just had another great year. Um, I think the old school method of marketing, we've tried the Facebook and Instagram, you know, 
paid for this, you know, the, uh, you can pay to blow your posts up, mm-hmm. sponsored posts. But I think it still comes down to word of mouth, people going, coming to camp, going back, telling the friends, the, like you said, the, the big one is the, is the moms and talking on Facebook, talking Absolutely. at school. And, um, if you read a lot of business articles, it'll tell you that women represent the largest market opportunity in the world. Moms make 70 to 80% of the decisions in every household. That means you got seven out of 10 or eight out of 10 chances that the mom's making the decision on which camp their kids are going to. So it's important for us to put ourselves in view of those moms so that we have an opportunity to sell this camp and, and we put so much into it. And I think that we've seen that in our retention rate that continues to climb, which is exciting. And really, we've seen a lot of kids go through the process. For instance, kids that really weren't very good on a bike gain confidence. They understand bike and street safety. They Mm -hmm. can then competently go around the track. Then a lot of our campers have made their way to Tyler Brown at San Diego BMX. Mm -hmm. And he and his wife, Cass, have helped them get to the next level through clinics and more advanced camps. So I think what's fun for me to see in the background is that this process, this cycle, is working. And what's great is that you've got your current team sponsors that sponsor at an amateur and a pro level now being involved at the grassroots level, which is fantastic because these amateurs and pros start somewhere. When we actually were selling the sponsors on, obviously I've always had teams and stuff. When we told the sponsors when we started doing this, you know, we want to do a team, but we want to do the grassroots thing. The sponsorship where it's always gone from what pro you got, what top rider you got on the team Mm -hmm. to now like it's turned completely the other way now where it's obviously they still value, you know, a team and stuff, but they really like the uh, like the grassroots camp stuff, you know, so well, I think it's it's needed so much more in today's world. I mean, if we look at screen time and how unhappy a lot of these kids are. I think that offering these opportunities for them to be involved in these clinics that Tyler Brown does or our camps and things like that are vital to keeping our kids healthy and active. And, you know, it's good for brain development. There's so many wonderful side effects of this that we all know that. It's just that, you know, I think even more so in the last couple of years with all of the lockdowns and everything. And and I know that you and I had a lot of heart to hearts when COVID hit because we really had to pivot our entire model of camp. And by that, I mean our sole customer was the YMCA. And we were running camps with up to 60, 70 kids per week from 13 different YMCAs in San Diego County. Well, when COVID hit, those buses were not leaving the Y. They didn't have a camp program. Mm -hmm. So we had to partner with both the CDC and the American Camp Association to develop very stringent protocols so that we could in good conscience operate camp, but keep kids safe and get them outside. And we saw a movement, like you're saying, back to the old models of carpooling. You know, a lot of the kids, and if you're if you're advertising organically through some of these Facebook pages, you've got a lot of moms in similar neighborhoods, and that's basically what saved us was mm-hmm. them carpooling, and this mom would drop off the four kids, and this dad would pick them up, and it really was kind of refreshing to get a feel back to how it was in the 80s, you know, when we were younger, and it certainly helped us maintain our success through what could have been a very challenging time. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, like say, and, and, and even after COVID, it continued. Like, we're still not back with the YMCA yet. But hoping the buses are going to come back into play next year. So there's potential to, to ease back into some YMCA stuff. But yeah, like I say, even since COVID is somewhat ended, depending on who you listen to. Right. Um, yeah, we'd say we've had another a great year of uh, retention and, and new kids getting involved. So it's mm-hmm. been uh, it's been great. You know, another great thing, it warmed my heart this year is that 
Nicholas and Veronica had been our campers for how many years? Years after years. And yeah, both, yeah. I mean, under 15 years old. And uh, Nico was living in Mexico with his family, and Veronica was one of our mainstays here in La Jolla. Well, it just so happens that Nico and his family moved to San Diego, and they happened to be neighbors or right there about with Veronica's family, and they met at our camp. Mm-hmm. So how awesome is now that? Now they hang out and go mountain biking and stuff, yeah. You know, and yeah. that's just kind of, it's just full circle. Yeah. You know, it makes you feel good about the connections that the kids at our camp make and their meaningful. And Nico's friends with the two other girls from Mexico that race the mountain bike girls. So he's friends with them as well. Romina so they, and Valentina. Yeah, yeah. He hooks up with them and they, they all ride bikes and hang out. So yeah. And we see a lot of our campers have met at our camps and we'll get emails as the summer approaches and they mm-hmm. want to know if so-and-so is coming to camp this year. Yeah. And then we kind of connect them and then there creates another, you know, genuine relationship that came from camp. That's which... a lot of behinds juggling, isn't it? Like say move in from camp different weeks so they can you can pair them up and stuff. And Yes. Yeah, it's a whole different... Uh, uh, it's a lot of work just doing that, but like I say, yeah, they want to they, they want to be there with the friends. You know, it's a social thing as well. And well, you know how difficult it's been for us to get our own daughter to go sign up for a camp that she doesn't have a friend with. Mm-hmm. And then we've seen, you know, I don't know that it's fortunate for us because it's very expensive. But our child's involved in horses, and we've seen, regardless of her having a friend that was available that week, she still wanted to go. Mm-hmm. She was passionate about it. We were confident in the model that they had. And we've seen that with a lot of our campers too. A lot of the kids were a bit hesitant in day one. By day two or three, you know, they couldn't wait for their buddies to get there, get their helmets on, and they were on the track. So. Well, the first thing we do on a Monday is and identify the kids that are on their own and try and pair them up, you know, try and group them up and, and get them a few little friends uh, just yeah, to, to get them through the week. So that's always the first thing we do on a Monday. Anyway, we, we right. always say to all the campers, you know, we don't leave anybody on their own. It, pull them into your group. And uh, it's it's team effort and, and team spirit all the way through. And it, and it works. And it's been, uh, yeah, it's been great. You know, it has. I think another thing that I'm impressed with, and this comes from you, I can't take credit for this, is that you have established a great coaching crew. I think running a business, being a mom, understanding the value in consistency, you have done a very good job of setting a model or structure that you follow. And you have essentially had the same team of people coaching your camps for the last seven years. Mm -hmm. I'm giving a shout out to Ryland and Maddie and... Well, Maddie's not not the last couple of years she's come on, but Ryland has definitely Mm -hmm. been with me for for a long time now and is the most reliable, and that's Ryland Cole. yeah, he doesn't doesn't is not interested in social media. He doesn't need to jump on his phone. He's never ever is never been late. Never you know? late. Yeah, and he's a familiar face. Mm. He knows the kids' names. Yeah, he knows the parents. Mm-hmm. He's there with you to welcome them when they come on Fridays yeah. for Parent Family Day. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot to be said for that because when you treat people well, meaning your customers and your employees. And when you invest in quality programming and you put your best foot forward, success is bound to come. And I can tell you, I have heard from so many parents how wonderful it is that you have the same team of people year after year. It brings them comfort. It brings the kids comfort. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a level of continuity that's very important that's missing Mm -hmm. in a lot of businesses and camp programs today. Ryland's very good in BMX because he came from the, you know, he, he was a camp instructor uh, for Bubba Harris's dad, Berlin Harris, who's, you don't know too much about it, but he goes around the country, has done for years doing camps and clinics and stuff. So Rylan really learnt his, his uh, yeah, just kind of learnt it there. And then obviously 
uh, evolved into what we do. So yeah, he's been great. It's, well, it's uh, amazing to me. I remember a couple of years ago, I was chatting with Ryland at registration and I said, Ryland, how old are you? Thinking he's got to be in his 30s. And mm-hmm. he at the time was 22. And I'm thinking, you know what? For a young man at that age to have the work ethic and the competency that he did was just absolutely impressive. Mm-hmm. And I can see why you've kept him. And he's really grown with you quite well. So I think it's it's really been a win-win all around. Mm-hmm. I'm excited that the Toby Wells Foundation is partnering with Dale Holmes Racing. I am excited to continue our talks on what we're planning to do for 2023. I think it's a wonderful opportunity for our family foundation to underwrite camperships for kids that couldn't otherwise afford to participate. I think it would be wonderful to explore ideas on a team Mm -hmm. where we could have kids that could buy onto a team. Our foundation would underwrite kids from areas that may not afford to be on a team. And we bring these kids together uh, with a common purpose and really engage them in new friendships and healthy activities. And I'm, I'm really excited to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like I say, you guys are a sponsor. You provide pizza party on Friday. Kona Ice. Kona Ice on Thursday. And some Character Counts Awards. And then special awards we do on a Friday. So you guys definitely have brought a lot to the table. Well, a big part of your camp program that I think is a bit modeled after the YMCA is value-driven. And that is that we emphasize and we reward good behaviors. And that is patience and courage and kindness and the things that we like to see the campers share with others. And it's really our honor to come in and, and present awards to the kids for demonstrating those those values and those behaviors. Absolutely. Is there anything else we need to hit on? I don't think so. I think it's been a great ride and I think we've got a ways to go. So uh, looking forward to many more years of this partnership, Dale. Yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Well, I hope everybody uh, enjoyed that little uh, little bit different. I'm actually going to do another podcast later in the week with Jason, Dr. J. And uh, now I'm finished with my camps. And I know I say this every time, but I'm going to start trying to bang out this stuff a bit more regular and, uh, yeah, try and keep keep the ball rolling. So thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you, Adrian. And we'll catch you all later. Bye.